Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Welcome back to today's episode. My name is Emily and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast. Today's episode is featuring another guest. Her name is Hannah Ashton. But before we begin, I'll definitely do a quick little intro. Today I'm just going to be sharing just actual updates because this week I finally have um, some sort of life update. But this upcoming Friday, so two days from now, if you're listening to this on a Wednesday, I will be getting LASIK eye surgery, so definitely wish me luck. Uh, Keep me in your thoughts. Um, I definitely will say I'm pretty nervous just because I am the type of person that kind of builds up anxiety and a mental block when it comes to things like this, and I've never gotten surgery or anything like that before, but I will have to be honest. Fortunately, just hearing other people's experience about it and just doing a lot of research on LASIK, from what I've heard, the process is give or take eight to ten minutes in total um, inside the surgery. And I also heard that it doesn't, like there's no pain, but rather just a little bit of discomfort, um, something like that. So I really am hoping that's the case because... (laughs) to be transparent I used to call my friends right before I got a flu shot or I'd keep them on the phone Um, and that is like the most wimpy thing I know because this past fall season when I got the flu shot I remember the lady who did it for me she said she's like the best one that does it and she did it so quick that I was kicking myself for how much anxiety I had built up over a flu shot and I'm fortunate to have friends that can laugh it about it with me knowing that I'm saying hey guys I know I'm a wimp and this is the funniest thing ever but just hang tight with me on the phone if you can so it's just funny knowing for me that especially this last time around when I got a flu shot I know that it was all about anxiety and it had nothing to do with the actual <laughs> flu shot so it was yeah it, it didn't even hurt so I'm I'm just laughing about that but moving on if you guys listened to the last episode on Sunday you also know that I released my new ebook I'm so excited and I've gotten so much feedback on the book and I'm not only very surprised but just so grateful that I've been given so much support on the ebook um, I think it really is super applicable for those of you who do listen because a lot of it is almost like a compiled list of comprehensive answers to the questions I often get from you guys who send me DMs, whether it's about my blog or whether it's about something school-related, LinkedIn, um, anything within my career, like things like that. And I really wanted to create the ebook to be able to give back to you guys essentially and to be able to give you guys the knowledge I had during college and after college and the knowledge I have today almost a year out of graduation. So I hope you guys get a chance to check it out. It is available on my blog at 
emilyelizabeth.blog. And if you guys um, look into the show notes, I do mention a complimentary service I will offer if you purchase the book from now through May 1st, which is this Friday. So if you're interested, just check it out and uh, feel free to send me an email or DM on Instagram if you have any questions about it. All right, so moving on to today's guest, I have Hannah Ashton on this episode and it was really awesome talking to her not only because we have a lot of common traits and personality um, similarities and from our business experience but I just think she's a great example to be on this podcast um, as someone you know who really goes after what she wants and really pursues different options and doesn't just put herself down one path so I think it was a great conversation but a little bit about her if you don't know her already she is a 20 year old youtuber influencer and entrepreneur she has grown her current channel to over 175,000 subscribers and she uploads videos on a weekly basis about women's lifestyle empowerment and productivity Hannah also runs shophannahashton.com where she sells products like the Dream Achieve Workbook, which we do talk a little bit about in this episode. And this workbook essentially helps a woman stay on top of their goals, plan their best days, and all of the above within that. She also strives every day to inspire young women to pursue their dream career and lives no matter their age. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this conversation. Again, it was super awesome to have her on. She's a great role model for those of you who are a bit younger, and I think she just has a lot of insight on what she's done so far. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. All right. Well, hey, Hannah. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you are doing well during quarantine. (laughs) Thanks, Emily. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And this is definitely something fun to look forward to in my day at home. I know. I know. Well, let's let's get to it. Why don't you go ahead and share with the audience a little bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, so I'm Hannah Ashton. I am a 20-year-old college student. Um, I go to Belmont University in Nashville. I'm a sophomore, but I also have been doing YouTube for years, so I consider myself a YouTuber and also an entrepreneur as I've started a few different side hustle businesses. And right now I run Shop Hannah Ashton, which is an online shop that creates tools and products for driven young women. And I know we're all super busy in college. And so I try to help women figure out how to organize their time, make the most of it, stay productive, and just balance all the things that a young woman does these days. (laughs) I know with everything going on in today's world and just the way technology has built up over these years, I know I'm sure like your tools and formatting of things um, really help young women get to do what they want to do. Yeah, that is my whole goal. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you share what you currently study in college? Because I know you mentioned you are a sophomore. Yes. So my major is entrepreneurship. Um, I feel like it's a fairly new major that not a lot of people know about. But since I started some businesses in high school, I knew I really loved working for myself and learning how a business works. And so I'm, I get to learn about all the different areas of business and running a business um, with this major. That's awesome. And I actually studied entrepreneurship myself in college, but more so as a minor. But um, same here, I feel like we're very aligned in the entrepreneurial tendencies. Did you ever have a 
previous job before college that um, wasn't really related to entrepreneurship? No, not really. I started my YouTube channel, well, my first channel when I was really young, um, pretty much middle school and kept with it, changed my content to what it is now, which is more like lifestyle and productivity, business um, inspiration, that kind of base. But I've been doing YouTube for so long that I started making money with it in middle school. And so that's been my main job. since then. But I've, I've taken on some odd jobs like working at a coffee shop and doing some retail at a lo- local boutique, but only for a couple months just to kind of get the experience. Then I'm like, okay, I'm going to continue doing what I like to do and just work for myself. Yeah, that's awesome. How old were you when you started YouTube? Because you mentioned you were really young. Yeah, so I was about, I can't remember if I'm like 10, 11 or more like 12, 13, but around there. Okay. Yeah. So that's a pretty young age. And um, you mentioned that you initially started out just kind of trying different things with it. What would you say was like the pivoting point where you started to see, I guess, some sort of success in it or some sort of results with, you know, partnerships and brand deals, things like that? I would say around eighth grade is when I got my first partnerships with brands and it wasn't anything crazy. It was just like a free product here or there. Um, but then in high school, I really started to learn more about business and study women in business. And I was like, okay, I have this personal brand basically, which I didn't really consider it that way until high school. But it's like, I have this personal brand. People know me. Um, through YouTube and Instagram is Hannah Ashton. And I'm going to try to treat it more like a business and less like a hobby. And so I would say it was pretty early in high school when I started trying to brand and have similar color schemes and fonts and um, take more serious brand sponsorships and deal with that more seriously. So definitely early high school. That's really awesome. And I know that, you know, at that age, we are in a society of where we're expected to be normal and fit in in high school and and things like that. So did you ever feel um, left out by like, like in that kind of sense or feel like an outlier within your community because you had a YouTube and you did different things than what normal people did? Yeah, I definitely did different things for sure. I would consider like having a a YouTube, even in middle school and like focusing on Instagram in high school was definitely something unique because I live in a small town in East Tennessee near Knoxville. Um, And so definitely not an area where there's a lot of vloggers or YouTubers, um, especially back in like 2010s, 13-ish. But my high school is actually very different in in of itself. I went to a small private school and I was actually in the first graduating class. So I only had 15 other students in my grade. Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) Yes, very unique. And so I was kind of just known in the the whole school, which was elementary through high school as um, the girl who did YouTube. And I would say what I missed out on was just what I put on myself. So I definitely have always been a hard and dedicated worker, um, which I think is shown through having a, a YouTube channel for so many years and trying to stay consistent with it for that long. I've always loved working in that regard. And so I definitely missed out on high school 
experiences by going to a smaller school that focused more on education than maybe more fun aspects of high school. Um, and also just me being dedicated, even in college, you know, some weekends having to prioritize YouTube and work stuff over maybe hanging out with friends or doing typical college activities. Um, so I wouldn't say other people put that on me. It was more of like my self-motivation that definitely kept me from some social aspects of growing up. Yeah. And I think that's awesome that you had a unique experience with high school and and growing up because I think obviously that probably contributed to, you know, your ability to do what you do today without feeling left out of some sort. Would you say so? Yeah, I definitely think so. Moving on, can you share a little bit, um, you know, about how your path really grew along the way? I know you started YouTube back in the day, and obviously you pivoted with YouTube and expanded on Instagram. And obviously, we'll talk a little bit more about your planner slash workbook. Um, but can you touch on the journey of it, and you know, any ups and downs throughout the way? Sure. So it's been honestly a long journey for only. Um really focusing on this maybe the past six years, but I feel like I've done a lot of different experiences just through curiosity and wanting to try things. So I had my YouTube channel all throughout high school. And then starting around sophomore year of high school um, is when I started doing like online digital internships, one being with this online publication called The Letter Magazine. And so there I would like kind of intern as writing articles, managing social media. And I also helped the founder of that uh, with her YouTube channel she wanted to start since I had experience in YouTube. And working with her, I loved coaching her on just, you know, how to film how to edit thumbnails, how to talk to brands, all of this. And she had mentioned to me that she could see me doing this um, professionally, like in college or after college. And I love that idea so much, but I didn't want to have to wait till college. I didn't want to have to wait two years or more to do this. I've always been someone who, once I get an idea, I want to start on it, whether I do adequate planning of it or not, I just start. And so that year in high school, I started doing some YouTube coaching for really anyone. I opened it up to my audience and had women of all ages ask me or book consultations with me. And we, I eventually put together like a six week course to launching a YouTube channel that I brought my clients through. Um, and then over the, that, over the rest of high school, like junior and senior year, I did more speaking engagements. Um, at different like events and blogger conferences, that kind of thing, and found my love for speaking and events. And so I got the idea in my head, I wanted to do an in-person event in my hometown um, in Knoxville. And so right before I went to college, I decided I wanted to stop doing the consulting to save time. And I just knew it'd be hard to coordinate schedules. Um, I didn't know what my schedule would be like in college. So I stopped doing consulting. But literally two weeks before I moved off to college, I hosted uh, an in-person event. It was three hours in Knoxville. It was for female entrepreneurs or women wanting to learn about how to grow their personal brand or their business. And it had 45 attendees. It was so fun, but also very exhausting. I definitely learned a lot through through that experience um, of just, you know, have, how to have adequate planning, how to get food and venue sponsors. And it was just a whole, a whole learning curve in itself. Um, and then since then, I've only done one other event, which was last summer in Chicago. It was, I co-hosted it um, and it was for female bloggers in the area. And so I, I used what I learned from that first event um, 
for that second event for sure. But then besides those two things, I also had a podcast um, called the Dream Achieve Podcast on iTunes and Spotify, had that for a few years. And then my recent business and love has been um, creating the Dream Achieve Workbook, which is a six-month undated planner and goal-setting workbook, and just running that e-commerce shop while while doing school. So I know that was a lot, but <laughs> that was kind of an overview of everything I've done in my brand. I love it. And I will say so myself, I think um, we resonate a lot with uh, similar paths or overlapping journeys in a sense with entrepreneurship and just building a brand, whether that's a separate product brand that turns into an e-commerce shop or our personal brand itself. So I think that's super awesome. And I, I love hearing other people's story. I definitely want to ask, um, why did you specifically choose to create a planner and workbook? Like what was kind of the vision behind it and what led up to it? Sure. So I wanted to create a product for my audience, something that not only they would just want to buy because it was, you know, from me, from my brand. So something not like merch, something that could actually help them and they could use in their daily lives. And all the content, like my most requested, most popular content, all has to do around productivity, things like morning and night routines, um, week in my lives where I show how I balance school and friendships and YouTube and all these things. And so I kind of saw what my audience kept requesting and thought, why don't I take all of the value, the personal development tips, all that I share in my videos and create it into a product. And so that's where I had the idea for doing a workbook. And then during this time, it was my freshman year. It was like in September of my freshman year. I was in college for two months when I had the idea for the planner. And that's because I was using two different planners at the time. One that allowed me to have a to-do list and keep up with all of my um, school assignments. And then a separate one that had a time blocking section that allowed me to time block my day so I could make sure I'm getting in all my schoolwork and my YouTube work. And I just thought, I wonder if I could take these two ideas of having a simplified planner that fits my needs of managing multiple aspects aspects of my life and also a workbook that takes all the personal development tools and lessons that I've learned through courses and reading and listening to podcasts of my own and that I share in my videos and put it together into one. And so I just started on a like a note piece of notebook paper drawing out what I would want these pages to look like, um, what I would want the planner spreads to look like. And I came up with a the workbook which is like 180 pages all hand designed um, by myself. And what I love about it is that on the weekly spread, it has exactly what I needed. And it's like my time management strategy, which is having a to-do list, but also time blocking your day. And then I also wanted to make sure I had uh, pages every month where you can plan your morning and night routine, plan your workout routine, um, your self-care, your habit tracker, your budget, and just have pretty much anything you can need um, in one book, whether you want to use it every page or you can skip pages as well because it's undated. Uh, and so, yeah, that's kind of how I got the idea for, for the workbook planner and the beginning stages of it. That is so awesome. I love it. And and like I said, too, it really resonates with my experience in, in building a business. I'm curious, and I'm assuming this is probably the case, but do you use like your own apartment or own room to um, pack and ship these workbooks? Yes, I do. Um, being, a college, being a college student and being on a budget, I've also learned how to 
do all different aspects of this. I've I thankfully had some help with from friends and family. Um, but yeah, we're all it's all fulfilled right from my dorm room or from my room at home. I love that. Like I said, <laughs> a very similar story. And I think that's kind of the beauty of, you know, starting something yourself is that you really get to do the start to finish process. And I think that is such a key um I guess like facet of building a business is being able to see from beginning to end before you actually, you know, outsource everything. Because I think the experience and journey itself really um, kind of gives a big sense of fulfillment. Do you agree? Oh, yes. I wouldn't have it any other way. I think it's vital to know all the different aspects of your business and know how to do every little thing so that hopefully when you do grow and you can hire a team, um, you can really train them and you have been in their shoes. And so you're more understanding of, of that role. And it's actually funny. I'm applying to internships for the fall. Um, and (laughs) it's like, okay, what area do I want to go into? Like in my application, I'm like, well, I've done a little bit of this or this and, and really just wherever you need me, I'll fill in and figure it out. So it also adds that plus as well. I couldn't agree more. And that's awesome that you are still looking and applying for internships because I think some people um, who kind of jump into entrepreneurship or business building early on sometimes think that they don't really need an internship experience. And I was on the other side of the boat thinking, you know, I think it's very valuable to still um, be open to different opportunities and learn from those experiences because every job or internship kind of contributes to your overall, you know, life and professional experience. So I think, you know, I respect so much that you're still doing that as well. Thank you. Yeah. It's free learning is how, and free experience is how I'm seeing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm of course applying to businesses that kind of resonate with me. They're either like female focused or female led, um, maybe on the smaller startup end. And so that when I do go there, I can really take whatever I learn and apply it, hopefully apply it right into my business. That's awesome. Well, I definitely was curious too, have you always felt business business savvy or drawn to the business side of things? And if so, what were some of the indicators that you saw when you were younger? Because I think this is something that uh, sometimes people could look back into um, their childhood and see some of these traits were already picked up at a younger age. Ooh, I love this question. Yes. Um, so my dad is actually an entrepreneur, but I didn't really figure, I knew it as a kid, like he builds homes and he, he manages um, all the construction sites and all of this. But I think it's when I finally realized like, oh, I want to do entrepreneurship is when I kind of observed I've had this role model in my life, um, you know, all my life. Um, but I can definitely look back. And when I was younger, I was always selling things. And so mm-hmm. some of my beginning me- memories are, of course, lemonade stands. And like I did that hardcore. I would also bake like organic cookies to sell and <laughs> and go full out with that. And with friends, I was always the most motivated to like stay out there all day. And then I also remember in elementary school, I would go over to my neighbor's house and would take paper clips, like she had all these colorful paper clips, and I would make little bracelets and jewelry out of them, and then take them to school the next day and sell them for a couple cents, 50 cents, maybe, um, and would love to sell things to my friends until the teachers told me, you know, I can't sell things on school property like this. And so I had to stop. Um, and then my friend and I 
when I was around like starting my first YouTube channel. It was about American Girl dolls and stop motions, how to take care of them. And my best friend and I, we loved to sew. We found out how to sew. And so we made little doll hair clips and started an Etsy shop. And so as I look back, like I've always enjoyed just selling and marketing and sharing with people creative skills or, you know, something that I've put my heart into, into making. And so that's definitely fun to kind of look back on. And I had no idea of, I was doing it at the time. I was just, you know, like, oh, I want to buy some more American Girl Doll stuff. Let me sell some, sell some things. Um, but it really was such a good foundation for just figuring out how commerce works. <laughs> That is so funny. I was laughing so much because I did the exact same things when oh I was goodness. a kid. I and it's so funny when you said the teacher thing, how they, you know, would yell at you for selling stuff on school property. I had the same experience as well. So I think it's just so funny how similar we were growing up and the lemonade stand, you know, the cookies and for me too, I used to sell like magnets and, you know, arts and crafts things and find a way to just like sell it to my friends. And, you know, even if it was 50 cents, it felt so cool, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I love that. I love how we're so similar in that. <laughs> I think that's great. Um, who do you look for in inspiration in not just your overall life, but also in business? I definitely turn to Instagram. I use Instagram as like a search engine, basically, whenever I'm needing some new ideas about, oh, I want to look into like affiliate marketing. Let me figure out some businesses that are doing this well and kind of just go through hashtags and find other business owners and podcasts. Um, a few of my recent favorites have actually been celebrities who've turned their like fame into businesses and are doing that really well. I love Shay Mitchell's brand base. It's a mm -hmm. travel company. She makes great products. As soon as it came out, I loved the branding of it. And yeah, I just, I got like all of her stuff for Christmas. Um, I also love Amanda Steele's clothing line, Steele. She's a YouTuber who created this um, clothing company, really. It's not even just like a merch line. And they have gorgeous pieces. Lauren Elizabeth did the same thing. She was YouTube and now she has her clothing brand called XLE. And I really, I try to look for women that maybe started in the same place as me, if that makes sense. Like both those women mm -hmm. started in YouTube and I started in YouTube and kind of look to them for inspiration rather than maybe a woman who started in a corporate job and then went into uh, entrepreneurship. I mean, you can find inspiration in, in both sides of women, but for me, I like to find someone who is on a similar path as me and just a few steps ahead to really look, look at inspiration for. And I think that totally makes sense too, because I think uh, just like any anything in life, I think it's so valuable to look at people that have been in your shoes because they have already paved the path and have already shown with the specific results on how they were able to get there. So I think your strategy on who you look to and your reasoning as to why you look for to them for inspiration, I think that's such a good, you know, good key. Thank you. Thank you. So um, you are a sophomore, so you still have a lot of time I'm going to be a junior soon. But what are your plans or your thoughts for post-graduation so far, if you have any? <laughs> Hmm, yeah, so hopefully by then I'll still be able to run my store and have more products. Um, along with the workbook, I also have been doing some like free downloads and worksheets. And so I'm looking into the digital space to hopefully do 
um, a digital version of the workbook that students can use like on their iPads if they take notes there. Also other digital content, maybe like eBooks, things like that. And recently, just this month, I launched the sec- my second product, which is the Dream Achieve sticker set. And they're basically minimal um, but useful stickers that work directly into the workbook or whatever planner you use. And so that's been really fun to do like a second product launch. And so I'm hoping to do a few more of those by the time I graduate, just with whatever products come to mind. And something I'm trying to figure out right this year, I would say, is where I could see myself living. Um, So I currently live in Nashville when I'm at school. And I do love Nashville. But I don't know if it's where I want to be forever. And so Lord willing, if all of um, the COVID pandemic clears up by August, Mm -hmm. I will be moving to New York for like an internship program there is where I'm looking for internships. And that's still through my school Belmont. So I'll still be in college, but living there and getting experience there. I know. I am so excited and really hopeful that it, it works out. Um, so I'm, I, that's why I'm saying like this year, I'll kind of figure out if I could see myself living there, living in Nashville, moving somewhere else completely. So I don't know where I'll be living, but hopefully still be working um, directly uh, in my brand. And if I also need to get a job on top of that, then I would really think I would thrive in, like I said, like a female focused and centered either like PR company or or just company that um, I could use my skills in. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So for your New York internship, you said um, you'd still be in school, but just located in New York. Is that right? Right. So Belmont has some programs that are called Belmont USA. So it's like you were studying abroad, but in a city in the States. Oh, okay. That's super unique. Well, I'm sure that'll be so much fun. Um, And honestly, too, I'm actually um, hoping and planning on, you know, kind of like you said, hopefully after the pandemic, you know, dies down a bit uh, to relocate to New York City. So I'm sure hopefully if things go well, we'll both be in the city and we can link up there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That would be so much fun. Um, Where are you right now? Where do you live? Yeah, so I'm in Southern California in Orange County specifically, so about like 45 minutes from LA. Nice. Oh, I bet it's beautiful there. Yeah, it is. Um, But yeah, I've been just dying to uh, be in like a bigger metro city. I don't know if that's what it is for you that like draws you to New York, but I think New York is just very – Um, you know, the city itself, as everyone says, it's just like a dream, but there's, you know, so much to do there. It has so much character. And I just think experiencing um, the metro life, I think is really, really unique and probably more easy to do in your early 20s. So I think I'm just trying to take advantage of that while I can. I love that. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, Nashville's so great, but I definitely see it as more of a city to like, maybe settle down in or something like that. It's not very fast paced and not very big, even though it is growing rapidly. So I definitely just wanted a different city experience while I can. Exactly. I felt the same way about Southern California because I see myself coming back here later on. But I think just right now, um, it, it would be so valuable for me to experience a big city and, you know, take a couple years there and then come back to whatever city I want to settle down in. <laughs> Love that. Well, yeah, I hope we'll see each other there. I know. I hope so too. Well, I have a couple more questions. Um, First one being, where do you see yourself five years from today? And this can be professionally, personally, financially, all of the above. (laughs) Okay. I just like did a 
a journal prompt, I guess, of like me in five years last week. Uh, So a lot of it, I think, has to do with me still, like I said, pursuing my brand and really providing as much value and help as I can to girls in high school and in college, since I will be out of college by then, um, just like still working with, with women in that age group, I feel really resonated, resonates with me. Um, and like I said, we'll figure out what city I live in, but I'm hoping by then to be financially stable on my own and hopefully be able to support myself and a small team, um, with my business would be the ultimate goal and have like offices I could go to every day, even if it's tiny, tiny office space, just having Mm -hmm. somewhere outside of my room to be able to go and work. Um, and I've, since you mentioned personally, um, I've definitely, I would say like put off a focus on dating throughout high school and college, just because I've been so career and family focused. Um, but I've always said like by my mid twenties is when I'll put more attention into that area of my life so that hopefully I'll be in that arena as well. (laughs) Wow. I love your answers. And I, I'm so glad how honest and open you are with like, you know, what you used to focus on when you were younger. And honestly, like I said, I resonate so much with your journey as well, because I was the same way, you know, more so, you know, growing up in my teen years was more focused on my career and my path as well as my family. And I think it's awesome that you are acknowledging that by the time you're in your mid 20s that you do want to have some sort of focus on that. So I think that's awesome. Good for you, my girl. Thank you. Yeah, I've been sharing more about that on my channel recently, because um, yeah, sometimes you can feel really lonely if you're driven in areas where maybe your peers are more focused in the dating scene or things like that. It can definitely feel kind of lonely. So if you're out there and you feel the same, connect with me. We'll talk all about it. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't agree more. And um, one last question. It is, what fulfills you in life? Hmm. Well, first off, I do have to say, since I am a Christian, I I think a lot of my passion and just happiness uh, definitely comes from being rooted in my faith and being really proud of that and and having big dreams and knowing that if they're on God's path for me, then they can come to fruition and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, just as Philippians says. And so um, that definitely fulfills me like deep down to my core. Uh, But then above that, I would definitely say just feeling happy with my work every day. It definitely is what gets me out of bed, being able to talk to women all across the world, just through Instagram or through YouTube. And even though I don't have a a gigantic following, just treasuring the following I do have and being really thankful for, for all of them definitely fulfills me. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And do you have any last and final words or any specific um, advice that you can share? Sure. So uh, I'm not sure when this podcast is going out, but I'm guessing we may still be kind of under a lockdown or a shelter in place. And I know this time can be really difficult, or even if we're coming out of that time, like it can be very difficult to get back into the groove of things. Um, But I just have been telling myself and my friends and audience that you use this time for whatever you need to. 
I'm someone who I feel my best when I'm doing things and moving forward on my path. And so that's why I've been dedicating this time for my health and my business and trying to grow it as much as possible. But if you feel like you need this time to kind of rest and recenter, then take this time for that as well. Um, but if you are someone who wants to do a lot during maybe your time at home and and not feel super bored all the time, then I say figure out what you're curious about and what you have an interest in and just research it as much as possible. And whether that's starting a business, start it. If it's starting a YouTube channel, start filming your first video and you can, I think, use this time just for bettering um, yourself or starting something new. Awesome. I love that piece of advice. I think it's super helpful too, especially for those who are in confusion during quarantine and, you know, feeling the same anxiety that we're all feeling the ups and downs every day. Um, I think it's super, super helpful. So um, where can we find you on social media? So my YouTube channel is Hannah Ashton and my website is shop Hannah Ashton. Um, where you can find kind of everything. And then my Instagram is at M-I-S-S, so Miss Hannah Ashton. Awesome. And I will definitely link all of those in the show notes as well so people can go there to find you and follow you on your amazing journey. Thank you. Thank you so much, Emily, for a great interview. And it's been so cool to connect. Yay. Awesome. Well, I hope we will uh, connect in person in New York City soon. (laughs) Yes, me too. And that was today's episode with Hannah Ashton. Again, this conversation I think was just super valuable. And one thing I really love that Hannah brought up is, you know, not only is she still in college right now, so most likely kind of in the same boat as many of you, but even though she's already experienced a lot in her own creative work with YouTube and her previous podcast, and then of course creating products um, in the business world, She is still exploring options with getting an internship experience and, of course, just trying to try different things and perhaps keep the opportunities open, which I think is such a vital lesson to take away from this because I'm a firm believer as well is no matter where you are in life and no matter what you've done uh, to this day, there's always still room to learn and grow and improve. And it's just, in my opinion, really important to not just stay so set in stone with one um, idea or path. So I hope you guys found a takeaway within that as well or something else within this episode. Don't forget to check out my ebook. It's on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog and it pertains to a lot about preparing for your career from, you know, preparing for interviews, uh, job options, your LinkedIn, your resume, your cover letter, all of that. It's all in the ebook and you can find more at my blog again at emilyelizabeth.blog. If you enjoyed this episode and my previous podcast, please be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It always means so much to me when I see you guys rate and review the podcast and showing your support. So I genuinely appreciate it. And again, very grateful for you all. Hope you guys continue to stay safe and healthy and I will see you guys next week. Bye.
Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.